All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm... Dead! It's the first sound effect we've ever got right, and I feel goddamn proud. You'll feel proud. It's a huge achievement. You've done very well. I've managed to remember one, and probably by next week, I won't have any recollection of what it means. I'd give you a round of applause if I thought we were going to go for two in a row, but I just don't trust myself. I'm going to just try this for a second. Quite appropriate. It's a laughing track even, every even time, the, isn't it? Even the mix is laughing at you. Mm, I reckon it could be this one. Bear with us, guys. I mean, you just keep going. This will be the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Again, what you've done is you've not picked the one you oh. wanted, but you are picking, like, surprisingly accurate... Do I, do I risk? I'll do it. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> it. It must be this one, then. <laughs> Right, we found the applause, guys. And do you know what I think that deserves? Do you know, I would have loved... We mastered it. I would have loved it. We mastered it. it. Do you know what? We had to do that at some point, just for us to get the bravery to actually try it. But yeah, guys, sorry, we we digressed a little bit this week. Uh, It's Halloween. It's Halloween, man. I like that your first reaction was you're so scared of the, the sound effects that you went straight to doing it with your mouth. <laughs> went straight to vocalising it before you even tried it. Plus, I think I'm better than the soundboard. I think I'm that arrogant. I think you are. I think there's oh, a certain... Um, it's not true, but thank there's you. There's a beauty to your voice that the soundboard is very robotic. Can't That's match. It's fair. fair. So, right, this week we're going to do some silly superstitions and scary ghost stories. Which one of us is going first, Mr. Hayes? Would you want me to go first? I've got some... Um, Would you want to start with ghost stories or silly superstitions? Well, you, you know, you can do either. I I will say this. I found this a very difficult thing to look up. Yeah. Because um, as those of you who have listened before will know, I'm a non-believer. Oh, what? In the paranormal? Um, in the paranormal. So none of it's scary like that. to you. So none of it's scary to me. And what I found often when I was reading these stories was I was thinking... Okay, but you're not reporting the facts. You're interpreting the facts and then reporting your interpretation. If you just report the facts, it's actually not a very interesting story. There's not really that much scary to it, and it's just a normal. But if you, know, you live your life like that, the life. world's just boring. But the world makes sense to me. Does it though? Does the world make sense to you, Jake, with your logic? Well, life? I mean, the fact we have listeners might elude me a little bit, but no, but I know for the, the f- most part. Nah, you you can't understand why Boris is in charge at the moment, so. No, sadly I can. I think that's what's really worrying. But with yeah. he, he's, I'll tell you what, what a great introduction to Halloween because he's scary as shit. He is. But don't worry, guys, this isn't a political episode, I promise. No, but my first story, okay. Uh, the 2019 general election. Ooh. Sorry, you're going to find that's going to get overused this episode, I think. And not by me. No, it is me every time, I have to admit. Um, okay, so let's... Start here. Ready? In high school, uh, this guy and his friend were messing around with a Ouija board one night. Why do people do that? It's a classic start to one. Why would you? Why would you not? It's just a no. They're dodgy fit shit, man. I wouldn't mess with a Ouija board. 
Do you know what? I'm really disappointed now because I feel like if we'd have planned this better, if we'd have had a bit more of a... We try not to talk too much about what we're going to talk about on the pod because we like it to be natural and in the moment on the yeah, pod. Yeah, otherwise it feels like we're just... Um, but if we'd have prepared a little bit more about the podcast, what we could have done is got a Ouija board and done a live Ouija boarding. That wouldn't have happened. Well, I did that. I'd have done a live Ouija boarding. I wouldn't have been here. Okay, but... You'd, you'd have been, been doing in, the podcast on your own. You'd have been here in spirit. I could have spelt out your replies from the Ouija board. Or do you have to be dead to talk for a I Ouija think, board? I believe you have to be dead. Oh, well, anyone who listens to the last episode knows that you and me are going together, apparently, when you get your terminal diagnosis. <laughs> if I get a terminal diagnosis, let's, let's uh, touch wood on that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too happy about it. Um, anyway, this guy's messing around with a Ouija board and his friends. Um, they've done it before. Nothing remarkable had ever happened, okay? They usually did it to try and scare each other or their girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. They all just thought it was one big joke. Um, but one night, there was no one else in the house except seven of them who were playing with this Ouija board. Um, one of the girls there wanted to try it because she'd never done the Ouija board thing before. So this time was a bit different. The board misspelt some of the words, but in the same way every time. And it gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town, um, like things we never knew or cared about at the time. Okay. Long story short, the spirit, um, and they've air-quoted it themselves Jay there. said that. You no, no, they, the air co- they air quoted that, possible. they air quoted that. The spirit yeah. um, claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there in an unmarked grave. Um, Please tell me they dug it up. We were all a little freaked out because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still sceptical and we were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally... My friend asked the spirit if it could do something to prove he was there with us. Classic, right? You want yeah. to up the game. You're with your friends. You're playing big man. Smash some stuff. Um, it went to spell. It went to yes on the Ouija board. So the setup of Ouija board is like letters and some yeah, yeah, marks like yes and no. Yeah, you know. You know. But you just won't let me get that. one. Well, no, you um, can get one, Jake. Just don't ever use it when I'm around you. So the, the, the Ouija board went to yes and then it spelled out not. And then the thing stopped moving on the Ouija board and they all stared at it silently for a little bit. And then there was a, a knock, knock, knock on the window right next to them. Um, the lights were on outside. There was no one there and they, they they abandoned the Ouija board. They never went near it again. What do you make of that? Should we do it on the believability scale that we did before? You can do, but I think I know what all my answers are going to be. <laughs> uh, well, should we do scarability this time then how much that would I imagine, I imagine all right so let's do it this way if you were in that scenario as those people how scary would you find it should we do i know your answers are probably still going to be similar but no but i think you know it would it certainly make you jump yeah it probably would freak you out a little I bit. I mean, I'm guessing you think someone was just waiting outside and knocked on the window. And well, No, I think anything can make a noise against a window. I don't have to be a fucking dead human hand. Well, no, I'm not implying it was dead. Could have been, like I'm saying... No, you're saying dead. a live person. No, yeah. no, I think anything, you know, it could be, you know, like leaves and twigs rattling up against it. It yeah. could be also in these old houses, the windows are do, not securely I in the frame, so they can... Leaves hit my house and I do often think someone's at the front door. Really? Yeah. Well, see, there you go, right? We're halfway there to, a, like, a believable answer. Well, how would you... F- I mean, listen, you it would, would find it... It would shit me out. I'm not yeah, you'd lie. find it if, scary. If I'm I was there, lie. I'd be shitting myself. Because also, you G each other up. One well, person yeah, shits I, I themselves, mean, and then you've got to be like, oh, and I it just a, kind of builds. I'm a massive pussy, uh, but also, as we've discussed on the pod before... So I did just, you say you are or you have? What? I have a massive pussy. Oh, always. you are? Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm both. 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 Um... And yeah, I'm a massive wimp and I believe in sort of the spiritual side of things. I don't know if it's 100% real or not, but I'm scared enough. 
not to try it. I wouldn't even participate in the using of a Ouija board, let alone all that shit. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so what about believability then? How do you rate believability? I mean, if I'm in the room, I'm convinced someone just knocked on the window. Because um, you've got, don't forget the build-up. You know, you've got the misspelt words. Yeah, I'd, I, I wouldn't have slept that night if it was because this dead kid is thick as shit. So, I mean, Can't like, spell. in truth, like I think Ouija boards are dodgy. So for me, believability, we're pushing seven, eight, nine. Really? Not quite ten because there's that tiny thing in my head that says it's not real, but it's, it's high. massively overpowered. As high like, as it could. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I mean, solid like one. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. Spoiler alert for the episode, by the way. That's fair. Right. But Big's I... answers could range, and that's what you should focus on. Andrew's answers could range on the believability scale, and that's what you should focus on, not mine. Right. Well, I picked um, my basic... Should I say how I got my stories? Entirely up to you. You want to you break the illusion? You break the illusion. Right, I won't no, break no, the no, illusion. you don't. Right, well, I've got a story up. here. Um, it's called The Cell Phone. A couple of months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter and went to watch TV. Her son came to ask if he could play with her new phone and she told him not to call anyone or mess with, his te- or mess with her text messages, to which he agreed. At around 11.20 at night, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked into his room and saw that he wasn't there. She ran... She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it, browsing through it. She noticed only minor changes such as a new background banner um, and bits like that, but then she opened up saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on the bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. Okay, so first of all, minor things. Someone starts changing your background on your phone? Are they minor changes? I'd be quite fucked off. Um, yeah, but you're not a parent. Right, and, that, and that's true. Kids do do shit. Yeah, I know. Like my my, my uh, currently like seven-month-old nephew knows how to change YouTube to Indonesian language, and we can't change it back. <laughs> That is if there's a really easy <laughs> solution to that, but you do what you you do you you struggle. I'm not going to give you. Well, it. no, but we can't read Indonesian, so we don't know what the settings. I know, but there's a really easy way to read Indonesian. Is there? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you. It's more amusing what, for you to read Indonesian. Indonesian. I mean, that's one way to do it. On my way, takes about thirty seconds. Your way takes about what Google three Translate? Years. Yeah, Google Translate. <laughs> but you so can get it on your you can get it on your phone so that the camera reads. And and, oh, can and, you? and changes it in live oh, time. Oh, oh, there you go. I've told I'm you too anyway. much of an old man to know <coughs> that that technology exists. Um, but okay, so, um, so what's happened is someone's broken into her house. <laughs> what an or equally, woman. equally, phones do have timers on the cameras. What do you think the kid put it somewhere? Fucking around with it, he sets it up, gets a good angle. Goes and lays in bed. Goes and lays in the bed, takes it. Wants to send some pictures to Bay. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. She didn't specify how old the kid was. No, and that kind of um, rose me. I did wonder at the start when she's like, my cousin, who's a single mother, I'm like, is that relevant? 
Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going to be. It was relevant. Like, well, to be maybe fair, the, it was relevant. Her ex partner's broken in and taken the photo. Yeah, maybe he looks like an old woman. Like we've we've both met so, some weird uh, looking people. How would you feel if that happened to you? Your kids are sleeping in bed. You pick up your phone. There's photos that have been taken of him by someone else. I'll change the locks, probably. <laughs> what on the house? Yeah, she'd be scared. Well, yeah, I think I'd, my my initial concern is look when it comes to my kids, and we've already established I don't have any. But when it comes to my kids, um, can't take chances. You know, the one time you get lapsed is the one so time something you, happens. What about the old lady face? How does that make you feel? I'd have to see it to really know how I'd feel. I just on the description, anything it could have been anything. I'd have to see it. That's fair. What um, about you? What about on the scale? So, what number are you giving it on scareability? On scareability, um, probably like a good seven or eight, to be honest, because it implies that someone's broken into my home. I'm pleasantly surprised you've given it. I think that's because there's practical implications. There's absolutely the practical. There's a danger to my um, child. This yeah, is yeah. going above and beyond like some fucking ghost shit. There's a predator. There's well, potentially no, a predator in my ghost. child. You can't prove that it wasn't a ghost. I know, but you can't prove that it was. Well, no, but there you go. We're both right. But there's like an actual threat to my child. I can't. No, that's fair. That's I can't fair. be like, oh, my child might be about to get raped and murdered too. Well, you know, a little bit scared. Believability. Believability in terms of the paranormal aspect of it, like zero. Yeah, yeah sort of one or two because until I see it, yeah, I just I can't that. comment on it. Um, so, that. so you scareability and believability. Oh, that, that would shit me up as well. So I'm talking probably like you seven eight something like that. Believability. Like you, you sort of have to be in that situation to know how you'd feel about it. But knowing me, it would probably shit me up. I wouldn't like the old lady face. I'd be wondering why that was there. Um, so I'm... Interesting uh, to contemplate on the fact. Believability, I'd probably put around a five. Okay, so lesser than the... What I like is that... Okay, so, so obviously the, the believability plays into the scareability... Because what we're saying is that this genuine threat to your child scores less than a Ouija board and someone knocking on a window. <laughs> well, I think in my head that I know what you're what you're in your head. What you're concerned is threat to my child, bad threat to me, worse. Nah, no, look, look for me. If you bring a Ouija board into your house and start inviting dark shit in, everyone's under threat. Do you know what I mean? Not just the kids or me. It's everyone. Um, I think for me. Like, if that happened to me, I'd be like, well, I know everything's locked in my house. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, so, like, I think that part of it would take... it In my head, my head would rationalise it. Well, it's got to be a spirit because no one's got in here. Do you know what I mean? That's your head goes straight to ghost. Yeah. It, no I, one's broke. It's got to be a ghost. Um, but, yeah, in terms of believably, I don't know. Also, I'll throw this out there for the believability, just to give you something to ponder. Yeah. Little old lady who's potentially been dead for at <coughs> least at least she's died immediately. More realistically, the ghost the ghost her has died years Excuse ago, me. right? Yeah. And we're saying she knows how to use a smartphone. Old people don't know how to use smartphones now anyway, and they're the ones that are alive. Imagine one that's died before smartphones became smartphones. No, I think more the more more people are into smartphones now. I've seen. I old, you think I see old people with smartphones? You think ghosts are catching up with technology. Well, they get to watch everything, I guess. We think ghosts are on TikTok. I don't think they're on TikTok. It doesn't mean they don't no, watch No, but they know it. how to use... I mean, that could be the title of the episode, couldn't it? Ghosts, ghosts are on TikTok. TikTok. Could be. Um, no, I just think... No, no. I think just being silly. Not engaging. 
Yes, to this very serious discussion we're having on on ghosts and paranormals, <laughs> I'm I'm being very silly and I apologise. Lowering the uh, you, you should apologise. Lowering What's the seriousness for mocking it. Okay. So the next one is um, Little bitch. this one. This one is not so much like a ghost or anything, which is sort of what appealed to me. Was it's just a real scary, like, well, shit, that's a bit freaky. Um, very, in 2005, a 42-year-old woman in Delaware committed suicide by hanging herself from the tree across the street. Um, across the street from what? Her house? From her house. So okay. It was a very residential area, very built up, lots of people passing by, but because it was on Halloween, on around Halloween, and there were trick-or-treaters up and down that thing all week, really, Yeah. no one reported the body for about a week or so because people thought it was a decoration. Oh, people okay. thought it was a really good, convincing decoration. I don't know, you know, man. I don't think that would be my first <coughs> assumption. I know, but we don't take to Halloween as so seriously as they do. That's the whole story. The whole story. It's oh. really quick. Okay. Um, but we don't take Halloween as seriously as the Americans, to be fair. like So no, it's it's a don't. very understated thing. So if you see some really spooky shit... If I saw someone shit, hanging from a tree in this country, I'd think they were dead. Yeah, whereas over there, you'd think, like, man, these guys take this shit seriously. Oh, I nearly made a joke. I'd make it. I was about to say, in America, it would be because they're black. Well, yeah, I mean, could happen. Yeah. Has happened. Still does happen. Yeah. Now who's fucking changing the tone of the show? I know, right? That's quite dark. Talking seriously Uh, about racial injustices. um, Do we know why this woman hung herself? It's it's literally just the fact that she was left up there for a week and everyone was walking by and... Yeah, not only not yeah, only just passing by, no but we're quite like, amused by it. Oh, where's Cindy? And like, no one went. Oh, do you know what that, that decoration looks like, looks like her? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, you know. But then, you know, there's an easy argument. So is this a true story? Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. Um, but then you think that maybe that was what led to her, her suicide and her de- her depression getting out of hand, or not out of hand, but you know, reaching a peak was that she was very lonely. Yeah. People didn't know where she didn't know them. I'd admit I really brought the tone down by talking about a real life suicide. Yeah, I mean scareability, I mean it it would creep me out once I'd known. Oh, nine or ten. Scareability. And yeah. believability. Um believability straight, as straight it's, ten. As it's true, yeah. Um Yeah, no, that's really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a great call back to anyone who's been listening to the pod. Yeah. Um Anyone listening to the podcast right, from I a previous feel like week? We should just sort of yeah, just move on. Move on. <laughs> this one is called Ghost Bro. Ghost Bro. So um, my kind of my kind of ghost. My house was built in 1904. It is a single family home, wood frame setting on a concrete block foundation. I have been living here for about 12 years. Of all the weird things that my siblings and me have seen or heard in this house, this one event is my favourite. This happened to my brother about 10 years ago. My brother and his best friend had started a garage band playing mostly Spanish rock. So a garage? Um, garage band. I just wanted to check on your pronunciation. Is that how you say garage? What, that's garage? how you say garage. I say garage. garage. You say garage. Well, yeah, okay, I'm cool. English. So no, no, you say garage. No, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm. If you want to be posh and say garage, that's up to well, you. Just, it's just how you read it in the story. Did I say garage? Yeah, you said garage band. That's why I pulled it up. Oh, no, I do normally just say yeah, carry that's on. Why, that's why I pulled it up. Sorry, oh, carry enough. on. I thought you were just being... No, 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 carry on. <laughs> you can understand it's my It's very confusion. believable. That, that believability is high. Um, yeah, it's alternative music, but in Spanish. 
his friend could only get him his friends could only get together on Sunday afternoons. They would practice into the early evening and they would usually call quits about eight PM. This was usually the time I showed up and went to bed because I worked graveyard shift. Uh, this happened in late fall, so the days were getting shorter. They had just finished a long session when the decision to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so they could load up the equipment and everyone had uh, filled out of the basement. Uh, but the tricky part was that they needed to walk all the way back to the basement, up the back stairs, through the kitchen doorway, down the hall into the living room and out into the front porch. Everyone oh, a was, real conundrum. Everyone was outside sitting in my brother's truck waiting for him. My brother was walking up the back stairs when he remembered that he had left his pancakes in a to-go c- container sitting on a speaker in the basement. Now, how American a story is that? It's, it suddenly takes a There's real transatlantic go. vibe. <laughs> Uh, he made the decision to go back. Now, the basement is not clean with full sight, uh, sight lines. There had been partitions made in the boiler and the main heating unit are right smack in the middle. So after my brother walks back, he is about to retrieve his food container. When out of the corner of his eyes, he sees it, a shadowy figure right in his peripheral vision. This feeling of dread and uneasiness washed over my brother. We had been taught that if you were in the presence of a spirit or ghost and you feel a b- bad vibe to say a quick prayer or to cuss at it. <laughs> what kind of lifestyle are you li- living that where you've, acti- you've been actively given advice on what to do if you if you encounter spirits? Um. In my country, if you encounter spirits, you drink them. Um, That's what we're taught. My brother chose the latter. He basically just told it, hey, fuck you, I don't have time for this shit. Strong advice. Uh, my brother started to walk. Is that is that bi- is that prayer in the Bible, or is that one that well, priests no, just it, do additionally? I, I think it's in the Ten Commandments. If one shall run into a spirit, shout fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got time for this shit. Uh, my brother started to walk to the back of the basement and briskly up the stairs. I love the fact he just told it to fuck off and then was like, "I'm going about my day now." Uh, closing doors and turning lights as he was walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and the light from the street lamp was flooding the living room with its amber light. My brother said he felt something at his back, but at no point did he turn around. As he flicked the last light switch in the living room, it went dark, and as the rest of the house did. As he stepped out, he pulled the door, closing it behind him, still holding his food container in one hand. He jogged down the porch steps. He walked towards the front gate. Our house resides on the... I do apologise. Yeah, no, it's one of those, um, you're halfway through, and it's like, I feel like there's a quicker way to get to this story. Yeah, it's I also <laughs> because of that section where he's gone from the basement upstairs, which probably yeah. took about 30 seconds in real life. Yeah. I think about four minutes to get through. Yeah. Our house resides far from the main street, essentially having a large front yard, but no rear garage. As he closed the gap between himself and his friend-laden truck, he kind of smiled and thought things over in his head, mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting on his seatbelt and getting ready to pull out of the parking spot directly in front of the house. When one of his friends asked, hey, wait, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? Um, My brother answered, what do you mean? He went to work early tonight. He's already gone. Do you see his car anywhere? The next question they asked, so then who was walking behind you when you were leaving the house? I mean, trying trying to throw him out, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, 
What do you think? First of all, I think the sister is not a natural storyteller. No disrespect. No. That well, that no I think it's that. a brother, isn't it? No, no, but the sister's telling it. And, oh, is it a brother? I think, I'm assuming it's the brother. Oh, uh, well, someone's... Whoever the graveyard Whoever shift. the sibling is, uh, not a natural storyteller. That took some time to that get through it. That did take some time. Um, I think... Yeah, like, what the fuck, man? Uh, where you're being taught what to do. Like, uh, if you come in contact with the spirit and it's a bad... Also, like, are they being taught to distinguish what a bad vibe is? Well, f- to be honest, I think we all know what a bad vibe is compared to a good vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, good vibe in this podcast. Bad yeah. vibe, anything else. Yeah. And no, no, that's I'd really agree. negative. But, but no, like, you know sometimes when you walk into a situation, whether it's with other people or whatever, you're walking and you can sort of feel it in the air straight away, like, oh, this is going to be confrontational or this is going to be all right. Do you know what I mean? So I, I sort of get that. I did have a thought through that as well, that, oh, okay, 1904 is not, is, is a bit too late. It's like three years too late to qualify for the Victorian era. But... I did notice, I do notice that a lot of ghost stories, most ghost stories feature Victorian era okay. figures. Like, they don't, not even like some, but not many, like even World War One uh, and later. You don't really get many. They're all kind of Victorian era. And part of me thinks, is that because the clothes lend themselves really well to creepy, spooky spirits, the high collars? And the I would imagine or, it probably has to do with, like, we associate the past with old and you know victorian era clothes go quite well with black and white yeah or is it because well that's the thing we started to get you know photograph and we start to be able to see them rather than paintings we start to actually see them yeah in the victorian and also because the victorians were into some weird shit and they really thought they knew their science and stuff and so they were properly into ghosts and shit yeah i mean like i love the you know the whole thing that people get used to get buried with bells linked through to the grave uh, through to the coffin in case they were buried alive like they were that serious about or coming back from the dead and yeah. shit like that so is that the reason that's got nothing be. to do with this story anyway but this story no, is just so f- I mean so scarability if you were him and you're in that situation well you know I'm not sure I would be that scared I've got my pancakes that's kind of my fucking I good. just I loved the fact the pancakes got brought in. They just it. came out of nowhere. In I love it. In a to-go container. Who I love it. pancakes to go? Can I give you a challenge? What's that? Can I see if you can s- tell that story, now having read it, quicker than they did and, and get all the key points? Yeah, there was basically some people in a house and when they were leaving, a guy went to turn some lights off, saw something out of the corner of his eye, shit himself but ignored it, told it to fuck off. Walked back upstairs, and when he got out of the house, his mate saw something walking behind him. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> just thought it could be done. Um, yeah, I mean, the pancakes didn't even need to be involved in the story, to be honest. They kind of hooked me in, though. I, I, I think some people like to add texture to a story where the texture's not. But, but once Or the like they feel like the fat pancakes are involved, it grounds it, and then you're going to go, oh, well, it must well, be true. Well, once there was an element of food, and good food, I was yeah, in. Yeah, pancakes I was are nice. People like pancakes. Okay, so... But, you, believability, scareability, go. Uh, scareability, I mean, if it happened to me, I mean, I do see stuff out of the corner of my eyes all the time, and I don't always know what it is. We all get Usually stuff me, our... trying not to be caught. Well, it's all stuff in, our... we all, I mean, you must see stuff in your peripheral vision sometimes. Yeah, not really. But that, to be or... fair, I'm not a very observant person. I don't see stuff that's right in front of me sometimes. Oh, fair enough. See, no, I'm someone that, when I sit, I, I do sort of try and take everything in. Um... 
and all my life I've always got random flickers of things in my peripheral vision so it doesn't <coughs> really scare me like it did when I was a kid um so in terms of scareability um it would more freak me out once I'd got in the car and they said like there was someone walking behind you that would have creeped me out but probably overall worth six maybe six. okay and believability uh, I think it could happen to anyone um I mean, they the people in the car might not have seen properly. They might have just saw a shadow, or you know, it could have been anything. Um, so four. That's still, see, that's the thing is right. So on your believability scale, a four is a really low number for me. Four is astonishingly high. Like <laughs> I will never get near a four. Well, no, because we obviously come from completely. We do. Different we do have very different it. opinions on these things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think for me, scareability, like a one. I'm just not bothered about that kind of That's thing. If I, if I see something, I feel something, as long as it's not like stinging me or biting me. Would I it creep you out that they thought they saw someone following you in the house? No, because I think one or two things. I think either they were just trying to wind me up. Okay. Or these people are fucking idiots. It's an old house that, and I've just turned all the lights out. What the fuck can they see in the dark? I mean, yeah. I know there's the street light coming through, but like you said, it's creating a shadow against the things. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they've seen. And they know I've got a brother. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But I don't, I, you know, it doesn't rank very high on my... I mean, it's my favourite part of the story is definitely, they're like, well, we were taught. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, to be honest, though, also, I, I don't think in America that's that odd because they're still, in a lot of areas, quite religious. No, but, yeah, um, but that's the thing. And so Catholics, what, there is a big thing of spirit. And what prayer would you... What, what, how would you choose the appropriate prayer? Because, you know, oh, our, you know, oh, our... Father in heaven, give us our daily bread is probably not going to ward. No, the normally it's stuff like when I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I was genuinely about to I launch into do. a rap lyric, but I'm so um. glad you went on. No, but also it's well. Also, I think could you just free from it and be like, uh, you know, dear God, please fuck this ghost up. Amen. Uh, I mean, I guess you could do. I think normally in that situation, you might just go like a spirit of sancti, you know, all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, bust out the rosaries and, and the, yeah, the yeah, holy yeah. ointments. Or like that normally that sort of person's got a cross on them, do you know what I mean? Whether it's like a jewellery one or... So they're just going to clutch it and go... <laughs> do you know just what I mean? this, this no. dish family in a house sitting around having a nice little game night and whatever. <laughs> they're like, oh, did you feel that? There's a bit of a wind. Get the exorcism kit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but something like people don't actually talk about really is that there is still the segment of the Catholic Church that deals with exorcisms and you can still legally have an exorcism. Well, there was that really thing that it has to not, be... Um, not to... It has to be investigated by the Catholic Church well, before not, it can not be Not to be too um, uh, morose or down and bring it back to real death again. But there was a case in London a few years ago, four or five years ago maybe, mm. where the guy started acting... And basically he was obviously just going through some kind of psychosis. Yeah, and he was yeah. acting a bit weird and a bit mental and he wasn't himself and it was like a... Um, a personality switch up kind of thing mm. and they were convinced his his parents were convinced that he was um demonic and that he was possessed so they tied him down to the bed yeah and they tried to perform exorcisms on him and, and he, he was basically dehydrated and he, and he yeah. died after about three or four days and i yeah. think they were all all but one of them i mean you'd have to read, read the story yourself I think most of them were convicted of manslaughter i think i, I think i vaguely remember hearing about it the yeah time. but the the point be yes the 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 point being, sorry, is that you know there are still groups of people that do strongly 
oh, believe in this thing and they put um, so much weight into it. Well, that's the thing. I don't... I think that side of things, it's like most things. I don't think it needs as much weight to it as is given to it, but I think it deserves more than perhaps people like yourself think it deserves. And that's fair enough. And I think um, that's, a, that's from, from you, you know where you are. I think that's an absolutely fair... Because, like, look, quite frankly, the stuff I've seen or experienced or felt you can't be complete nonsense. I like, but and I'm honest to that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a difficult one to explain. But I'm definitely not. I mean, my first response to someone acting a bit weird wouldn't be, "Let's get the priest down here <laughs> and start throwing holy water around." Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't condone that sort of behaviour, but if it's necessary. <laughs> If there, if there is a demon, well, th- this if, is if there is a like demon, the thing, all right. So, like, look, we get him on some anti-depressants, um, anti-psychosis meds, and a year later he's still frothing at the mouth. I think perhaps we could indulge the priest coming round. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's your yeah. That's one way to go about it. I mean, I don't know if I actually would, but I hope I'm never in a situation where I feel a priest doing an exorcism is necessary. But I would do it for you, Jake, if I deemed it necessary. I just want you to know that. But there are websites where you can um, you can like rent a, an exorcism priest. No, like I'd, I'd want to go legit. I'd, I'd, I'd are you trying to invalidate those that are charging for... No, uh, but like, I'd, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but like, I think the idea of an exorcism is that it's, you're using the power of God to expel something evil. you. Well, yeah. Um, and so if I've not got a legit priest that's been given the go-ahead by his holiness, and quite frankly, I don't think it's going to work as effectively. That's just... We just go straight to the Vatican and try and get his holiness. <laughs> I don't think it, that's part of his job remit, sadly. Bro, there's a demon knocking about. I feel like the Pope should be dealing with that. No, the Pope doesn't deal with demons, bro. Yeah, what does the Pope deal with? Bureaucracy? Yeah. He's a priest. He, he is absolutely My man, a priest. He is a priest. He's he an ex-cardinal. No, no, no. I, I think like there's a different branch of... The Vatican, they don't like. He wouldn't clean the floors. Do you know what I mean? So, like, well, no, but I would never demons. say. I would never say that a priest's duty would be to clean. I'd never be like, "Oh, there's a spillage over there." Oh, I'll call the priest round. Well, you would if it was his up. church, wouldn't you? Well, I might if I was a, if I was being a good Christian, I'd offer to do it for him. Oh, we both know you're not a good Christian. I'm not. I'm a really bad Christian. Yeah, I don't even believe in God. I mean, it's a really bad Christian thing that I do. That's fair. I mean, I mean, I was uh, baptized. Well, no, look, everyone's different, man. Like, I don't necessarily believe in God. I don't really know what I believe in, in all honesty. No, you're quite agnostic in many ways. Um, There's something, but you're I not really sure what. What I normally put it down to is there is something, and this is really going off tangent, but like the way I sort of explain it when I've had conversations with people in the past is um, there is something that made all of this happen in terms of we started off as single cell organisms and then something caused that to combine together and create multi and then evolution has gone from there. Whatever that force is, whether it's just momentum or whatever it is that pushes things forward, I think that's the closest thing to God we'll ever find. Do you know what I've never understood? Um, and if anything, I would say my religion is Murphy's Law, that anything that can happen will happen. Will happen. Oh, fair enough. Um, that's as close as to an answer as to whether I believe in God or not. It probably le- means that I lean closer to no. Probably didn't expect this kind of philosophical opening. No, not on a Halloween stuff. episode. No, do you know what I've never understood about the whole um, evolution versus um, sci- uh, 
you know, Darwinism versus religion, or not religion, is that like they're not they don't have to be separate. Like, no, you they're can not still believe in, You can believe that God created things, but then believe that God's smart enough to go. To make well, you know, happen. do your own thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm not like you know. I'll leave you to it, and I've I've put enough um, potential in you all. I think that you'll grow into whatever you're going to. I think both like. pursuits, religion and science, have room to allow space for the other to be involved. I don't think they have to be something that's necessarily kept apart. I can't agree with that because I do think at some point this technological revolution we've been on for the majority of our lifetimes, there's only so far you can take that um, because eventually, one, our resources run out or, two, we destroy ourselves or whatever. Um, and I feel like there's other things we could explore as well as science. I think science is the most important, but I think there's definitely the spiritual aspect to life, whether that's meditation, however you want to approach it. I feel yeah, spiritual, not religious necessarily. Yeah, I yeah. feel like society in general has got to a place where the spiritual aspect to life is very much derided or looked down upon rather than seeing it as something that you can pursue and there's some value to it. I'm not saying it's as valuable as the scientific aspect, but I do think we're going to reach a point where we might have hit a level of science and then gone, well, we've taken this as far as we can. Well, I don't think that's the, you know, there's the whole scientific half-life thing that, half of what we know now will have disproven in the future. Yeah. And we're constantly I mean, we're that. always doing that. And anyway. I will say this, the, the spiritual thing, there is a kind of uh, arrogance to some science uh, believers almost, I was going to say, but where they look down on the spirituality, as you say. But what it is, is, is even if you don't believe that someone's actually connecting with something or whatever, mm. they, they're still getting a huge benefit from it. Yeah. And that can't be... No, no, exactly. That can't be mocked on. And... To be honest, what spirit or embracing spirituality did for me more than anything, it's not a religious aspect at all. It's what it did for me as a human being in terms of helping calm me and I'm far less aggressive a person I was than before I took up things like meditation. Oh, yeah, well, mate. When a girl asks you to smack that ass, you smack that ass. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, but why do why, why do you make me put it in a formal request? For my filing, in case you ever decide to get a little bit bitchy and say that I never had permission, I can just pull out the form. And there will be is. something I would do. Yeah, there will be something would. I would yeah. do. I love. Can I just say, by the way, before we kind of move on and get back to it, I love that. What I love when we do this with the podcast, where we set out with an idea of this is what we can talk about, and, and then we just end up talking about something really deep and yeah. weird, and it's not at all what we expected. No. Um, I it. mean, I like those conversations in general. I'll always. Yeah. Have no. Them. Me too. Um, me too. Those late night conversations when you, you know couple of beers, couple of friends. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're, they're the best. Especially for stuff like spiritual stuff, it's not something that's commonly talked about, so it's not a conversation I get to have often. No, which is, yeah, how does that, I mean, again, we will get back to it, but how does that make you feel, the high, the whole thing, that it, it, it uh, is a part of you and yet it doesn't, you know, you're, you don't feel like you can just well, bring like, it I'm up with it's anyone? It's definitely not as big a part of my life as it was when I was first introduced to it. I don't really practice meditation anymore. I probably should, to be honest. Um, but it was very difficult as a teenager because that was probably the point where I was at my most into it and then I started making friends that it was something so far removed from that world and then as I've got older it was only really to be honest older people that have any sort of interest in it and I don't know whether that's a correlation because they're starting to realise they're coming to the end of their life or they're they're looking for answers yeah I don't know whether that's a correlation between comforts perhaps um but yeah it's not it doesn't really bother me because like 
I get it when you've got Jehovah's Witnesses going around people's doors and people screaming into a speaker when you're going down the high street from the Bible. Yeah, that's um, the thing. And people trying do to sell find you it. something, it's impossible for someone to believe that if I ever try to randomly bring up a conversation about spiritualism with them, that they don't think I'm I'm some sort of nut. As a general rule, people something. do try and find it difficult. People do find it difficult to distinguish between religious and, and spiritual. Yeah, stuff. and like the way I've always handled it is the way my dad always used to handle it was that if someone asks or mentions something to do with it, you go into then I open up about it. If not, then I keep it to myself. Um, but I've got enough people in my life, like my family, that are still that are into it yeah, enough that, that you can talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. But it's not a massive part of my life like a religion would be or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, anyway, sorry. Right. So I've, I've got one more. So this could work out cool. all right in terms of time. So, yeah. Um, uh, guys talking about it moved into four five five A Sackett Street uh, okay. when he was fourteen years old. On April the 1st, 1998. I don't know if that plays any relevance, to be honest. I sort of skimmed the story. I'll be honest, I don't know if that comes back into it. But we'll move on. Um, from the moment we moved in, something was not right. It was an incredibly dark apartment, though we should have been thrilled because it was the first apartment we'd ever had uh, with more than one floor. There were three floors, including the basement, and it was nice. Uh, if you could ignore the feeling of someone standing right behind you or staring at you wherever you went. Within two weeks of moving in... Um, fucking! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where I skimmed the story, I did not read this bit. It gets so dark. Oh, All my stories are so dark, and this one I thought was genuinely paranormal, and it just takes a really dark. Oh, time. Jesus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh fuck! I think you've just oh, looked shit. up horrific true stories, haven't you? I genuinely thought this was paranormal. I'm so sorry. Go on. Oh my god. <laughs> Within two weeks, and now it sounds like I'm laughing at this person's trauma. Within two weeks of moving in, I was raped in my own bedroom. She and from the neighbourhood. She was raped in her bedroom. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Just so we don't get cancelled, can you stop discussing rape while laughing, please? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, an elderly woman who'd lived right next, right next door for most of our lives informed us that no one had occupied our apartment for more than a year at a time since it was... Uh, since as long as she could remember. She also related that terrible tragedies befell all of the people who had stayed there and within only a few weeks of moving in, um, continuing through to the day that they moved out. Though we though we all had an eerie feelings in the apartment, um, we'd not noticed anything too weird. The apartment was very uninviting, cold and damp. We tried to decorate it and warm it up a little, but nothing really helped. Another thing was that no matter what we did, we could not get a phone installed. We had the phone company over about four times to fix the wires, but no matter what they did, we would uh, get absolutely nothing, not even static. So we were really, really isolated. The entire time we were there, weird happenings continued. The ceiling above my brother's bed collapsed. The only reason he wasn't hurt is because he got up to use the bathroom. Uh, a fire started in my room. The fire department never determined why. <coughs> um, if my friend hadn't stopped by and rang my bell, I would have continued sleeping. And within five minutes of answering the bell, my neighbour came out screaming that my room was on fire. I ran up the entire back wall was in flames. Uh, I tried to put it out with a blanket and unbeknownst to me, the door had closed behind me. It went from daylight to dark in two minutes and I started to pass out. Thankfully, my friend was there and ran up, uh, opened the door and carried me down the stairs. 
After that, my neighbour confided in us that strange things have always gone on in my building. In the 30s or 40s, a fire had killed a little boy within a month of the family moving in. In the 60s, a couple were whacked by the mob because of some insidious affair. There were no records because the church's records had been burned in a fire, so we couldn't get any more information um, than what people had said, than the people who had lived through it and lived around it. And this woman had got raped in that apartment? Oh, it's a boy, but yeah. Oh, a boy got raped? Yeah, within the first few weeks moving in. What, their kid? Oh, what? No, no someone so they were like, so they were like fourteen, and oh, someone so had someone broken else in and in that apartment block, their little kid got raped. Um, there were other things that happened. A friend of mine coming into my apartment and seeing a little boy in burnt rags staring at her in my bathroom mirror. She ran out crying and refused to set foot in the door ever again. Another friend slept over. Um, oh, but and, and they also put a side note here that neither of the friends mentioned here, the one who saw the little boy crying in the bathroom mirror or this next one, neither of them were told about their previous creepy experiences. As far as they knew, it was just a normal apartment. There was yeah. no, they had no mention of it. Um, this friend awoke in the middle of the night swearing that she saw a woman walk into my room through the door. Uh, my brother and I heard children crying and laughing one day downstairs, and when we tried to leave my mother's room, we were locked in, uh, even though there was no lock, for an hour before it finally opened. My mother was downstairs doing laundry when the lights turned off in the basement and she felt a cold, scaly hand grab her shoulder. Needless to say, uh, my dad did the laundry after that. Weird smells, sounds, and the feeling that something or someone did not want you there, that something bad was going to happen to you and that you were not at all welcome. We moved out a year to the day later. As soon as we could find a new apartment, we found out some more after that. The people that moved in after us tried to renovate the basement and they found the body of a little boy in the wall. They left suddenly one night, not too long after that, and never returned. Another couple moved in and left as inexplicably as the last, and so on and so forth to this day. Since then, we met a woman who had gone to my mother's <laughs> office. Um, she's a, My mum's a nurse that works in the doctor's office because of a nervous condition. My mother noticed the address on her insurance card didn't match the one listed, and the woman explained that she had only lived at uh, Sackett Street for a few months and had to leave because her mother had died, along with various other tragedies from the... F- the first within the first week of her moving in my mother asked the woman ever noticed anything weird uh, and the woman explained exactly what we had gone through perhaps um that was the cause of her nervous condition uh, we're all fine now happy to be out of there and we've moved on we still see our old neighbor once in a while and she always says the best thing we ever did was move out of that godforsaken house needless to say we agreed we've not been haunted since and life is good there's one thing that I've learned. I say to trust your instincts. If you get horrible vibes from a place, don't put it off uh, as some weird folly. Just get out. It's a long story. I met you, and to be honest with that you, went, I did not expect that. I did so not expect the rape. I really. I'm um, so sorry. I skimmed it. I thought that looks like a good paranormal story. I'm well, so no, it sorry. Sort of was wasn't it? I think the thing that really plays into it here is that. <coughs> oh, and there's, it's a double-edged sword. So on the one hand, it's not just their experience; it's other people before them and after them yeah. having moved in and out or within the first few weeks and then all the way through. But it's also, on the other hand, it's like, okay, but there were no records. The records were destroyed. So this is yeah. all hearsay. It's difficult. I mean, I'm guessing it was a true story in terms of like these people were saying this actually happened. Yeah, um, I mean, these people were saying it happened. I don't know whether it was true or um, not. I mean, for me, um, you do... I mean, I don't know if places actually get haunted. Um, but what I do know is you do... I don't know what it is, but like when you go to certain places, you might think, oh, I don't like this. This is a bit creepy. Or there's just something yeah. about it doesn't feel right. And I don't know what that is. 
But I would agree with them if you feel that way about somewhere, particularly if you're going to live there, you probably Move shouldn't on. live there. Um, and I don't know what that is telling you not to be there. Unless the rent or the mortgage is um, really good. No, it, even then, um, I just think your best instinct is to follow your gut. And How they get you in it? Murder house, cheap price. <laughs> um, but like, look, there was a kid found in the fucking wall. Basement yeah, downstairs. it was really dark. It was Someone so much darker than I expected. I'm so sorry um, for the rape. Like, look, I'm not saying that place is haunted, but it's definitely got bad. And just to make clear, you know I, mean? like, I was not laughing at the fact that this person got raped. No. I was laughing at the fact that I had not read it's the story. Very poor timing. And <laughs> I, what I thought was a very fun, innocent story of a I mean, little I bit could, of haunting I and could. poltergeisting turned into rape within the second paragraph. And I that's what I was laughing at, that sudden switch. Yeah, and then it suddenly went to a different tone again so I was like wait did I hear him correctly that someone got raped Cause it just casually carried on sort of like if you've um, listened to our last episode um, where we watched and reviewed the room sort of like when the mum gets breast cancer it's sort of touched oh. upon and then never comes back and it's such a serious dark issue yeah, yeah. And it's no just, there it is there it. it's gone yeah we can only assume she had successful treatment um, yeah I think believability no, no, let's start the other way around. Scareability. Oh, mate. I wouldn't set foot in the place, let's put it that way. Um, if that, I mean... So let me ask you, if, you, if you're going to move into a place, and admittedly, maybe it's a bit different here, because it feels a bit like suburban London is maybe not the place to do it, but if you're going to move into a place, would you speak to the neighbours first and try and get a sense of the place and the village as well, or no, the town? No, I probably wouldn't do that. Because that's the way you find um, out that a place is haunted, isn't it? If the neighbour says, oh, like, yeah, some weird shit goes on in that house. Yeah, but would they tell you? That's the thing, like, you're trusting. Well, she told people. them. Yeah, she didn't warn them beforehand, did she? No, because they only started speaking to her after they moved yeah, in. Yeah, well, then, you know, I, I so don't know. So that's what I'm saying, would you? I don't think if I started knocking on people's doors in a block of flats and said, by the way, I'm looking to rent this number... Anything weird going on in that house? I don't know if I'm going to one light white hair or um, two or also you even get an answer. Even if you do, even if you do move in, you're going to be alienated from the community as being like that weird, weird bloke who went around asked. asking yeah. about ghosts. Um, well, not even I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't mention ghosts. No. I appreciate that. Um, it's just this weird guy that was knocking on everyone's door asking if we know of anything weird going on. Um, no, I think for me. Um, I definitely wouldn't move in somewhere where I felt odd. I mean, I'm someone that, like, even when I'm in my house, like, I sometimes, like, when I'm in the kitchen, for example, I'm convinced sometimes, like, you'll feel, like, as if you think someone's watching or... Um, but I just put that down to my own anxiety and... If it um, helps, I can't see much when you turn the lights out. Um, but, no, I think... I mean, if all that shit was going on in the house, I'm pretty sure if I'd lived there, I'd be convinced it was haunted. Um, so I guess believability for me is a nine. Um, because there's just that niggly thing in my head that goes, yeah, no, you'd the be same fine, thing, that same just thing. as anyone else would. The same um, thing that stops you ever giving a ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, believability, I mean, if I found out a kid had been raped in my building, I wouldn't want to live there just after that, to be honest. Um that would put me off. Especially if it was someone breaking in and raping the child, then that would make me even more uncomfortable. Um, let alone finding out someone found a body in the building, that would put me off. So I believe a bit, whether it's haunted or not, I don't know. I just think it's one of those places where a lot of bad shit has happened there. 
And I don't know whether because bad shit has happened there, it feels like there's an energy to the place where it feels wrong. Yeah. Um, and then you, I feel it might even be a self-manifesting thing that you go in there. But as we heard from the story, there's people that have gone there not hearing the history of the place and that they see Reporting things. So I don't know whether something does get put out there and we pick up on it and then... I don't know. I don't necessarily think that's spirit. I don't know whether it's energy or... Because like I said, you do pick up when you go somewhere. Sort of how you feel about it. Do you know what I mean? Because like, normally as soon as you walk in somewhere, you go, oh, this is all right. Or you go, oh, I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean? Okay, and you, you kind of... You you sometimes link that to a spirituality. You can sometimes I don't know if I link that. it No, but sometimes it subconsciously could be. it can Maybe. be a bit. Yeah, I think so. And I think that might be just a very extreme version of that. What those people because you do when you go looking at a property, you do get an instant reaction, and, As to and how you, you either fall it. in love with it or you yeah. don't. Yeah, there is a kind of th- um, that's definitely anyone who's ever done any kind of house house hunting or property hunting will testify to that. Yeah, and or I think test to that. It's a, it's a real thing, and I think there's definitely something to saying that you pick up on the energy in a room in terms of like when you're interacting with people. Like I said earlier, you know when you approach people sometimes whether it's going to be confrontational or if it's going to be all right. Not all the time, but you do sometimes. Um, Believability, though, it's definitely higher than some of the others. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't step foot in the place. Um, Believability is seven. Okay. Okay. Well, I I think for me, scarability is, it is probably an eight. eight. Just because because of the practical implications. Yeah, even even if there's no... Sort of spiritual reason behind it. There's a volume. Of there is clearly happening. something. Maybe it's just the location of it. Um, you know, maybe it's something that it, people have decided. Oh, that's a really easy place to commit crimes maybe. because it's like a really poor neighborhood or a poor building or something. There is clearly something there that's drawing bad. That shit. is that is happening, and it is a repeat thing. I would say then the believability is probably. Um, Probably about a four or yeah. a five because there were some things in that that clearly did happen. Yeah. But there were also things in that that clearly were up for debate. Yeah, that could be hearsay or someone's interpretation. You know, the, the seeing or... the kid in the mirror and yeah. shit like that. Um, but the fact of, and you know, also getting locked in the room, it's like, okay, but there was no lock, but okay, how much of that was you getting, how much of that was you just panicking and not being able to operate a basic old-fashioned possibly heavy or maybe you know some some models you have to lift it a little bit to and if you're panicking and you're stressed out you're not thinking about that you're just you know yeah um like all of us in any good situation you're just tugging away right um Dirty i had to get one in there we hadn't done anything on it really through the episode i, I had to get we, one well other than laughing at a child being raped i feel like we've I'm, behaved I'm ourselves. So, like honestly i'm so sorry about that i cannot apologize um, enough but I think the fire honest, and the rape, they clearly did happen. Yeah. Like, um, th- so um, there is some stuff too that's much there. had happened in that place for there to be nothing, but as to what the well, thing is you know, that's once causing it, I don't know. There's an old adage, and I can't remember where it's from, but I do genuinely go by this as a general rule of thumb. If something happens once, it's happenstance, it's just happened. Yeah. Something happens twice, it's coincidental, it's a bit weird, but you know, it can happen. If something happens a third time, that's enemy action. There's something going on. That you can't, that's now no longer something that's just coincidental or just happened. There's yeah. something is causing that. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think 
we know what that thing no is. i don't think we do and i think that's what holds um, it back on the believability no that's fair I've, whereas i think it's for funny me. i think for people that believe in that sort of thing the fact they don't know makes the believability for them shoot up doesn't it yeah oh yeah um, definitely definitely then they go, well because i can't explain it it must be yeah something supernatural um but like i said i don't know what it is whether it's energy or just bad vibes in the place or i don't know what it is um but there's definitely something. i know what it is works very much more as a visual cue that one <laughs> no but for anyone I'm wondering why i went silent i just suspiciously panned myself so i i i tend to listen to the podcast when i'm on my way to work when i walk to work yeah and i'll listen back and i'll make notes i'll try and think what can i have done better what should i've done differently well like mental notes not not differently but you know i'll sometimes and i'll admit i listen back and i think oh i really wasn't paying attention to what you were saying there and i clearly missed part of what you said and i'm like i need to make sure i don't do that i need to make sure i stay more in the moment sometimes me and you make jokes deliberately hoping the other one doesn't pick up on it oh definitely yeah definitely but i do Um, listen back on it and what's happened is i'm going to listen back on that and there's just going to be this moment where i'm like what happened there Oh, we looked at the camera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we just said at the camera. Um, but yeah. But no, you can see it on YouTube. Absolutely. And more of you should. It's there. Yeah, it is there. there. Every week. Although at this point, we don't know if the camera's died or not. And we did one We did one yeah, recently we where the camera did die and it stopped recording. Well, no, the reason it stopped recording, for some reason, the version of filming had changed to time lapse and that was set to four minutes. So it had recorded four minutes. And, and, and what, I, what I loved was that there was a part in the episode where we both did try to recreate a moment visually. <laughs> and we did this look to what is it now I a dead camera. So upset about we, that. we did a look to a dead camera. We just did a look to ourselves and thought that'll look great when it comes yeah. out. And it never came out. No. It was never recorded. No. So I, mean, I don't know if the camera picked up our, our look. But I think it was well timed. We so both did I. like a, a slow yeah. look round. Um, I think they're probably time for one more if you've got one more, if you want to yeah, whack I'll one squeeze through. in one more. This one's called The as Rock. The, as, the, uh, as the vicar said to the nun. Uh, the actress said to the bishop. Yeah, I mean, you do whatever you want. I, that's my role play. Uh, uh, this one's called The I Rock. I play the nun, by the way. I, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Um, I've got a leftover penguin normally costume. Normally Ash is the priest, isn't he? Yeah, usually... Don't you guys do a he bit brings of... His, he brings his exorcism kit. I was going to say, you guys do a bit of role play on that. You get strapped down, he screams to cry. It's because when I'm getting a good dick and down, it looks like I'm being possessed. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, this one's called The Rocking Horse. Uh, one night, when I was maybe 10 or 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was the entire top floor of our house. Fucking... Rich. Look at this prick. Uh, I already don't like him. <laughs> With my bed and such being on the left side and storage closets and play area being on the right. Play area? <laughs> I was late. Next thing he's going to say, he had a kitchen, Starbucks. Yeah, there. then the butler came in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was lying in bed when I heard a noise from the other side of the room and see a rocking horse begin to rock. I mean, we've all seen that in movies. It's normally um, rocking chairs, isn't it? Um, it was sitting just outside one of those storage closet doors. It proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room. Brilliant. And stopped dead until as soon as I said that, I was like, Jake's not going to like this story. <laughs> um, it proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room and stopped dead under the ceiling light. 
At this point, I was freaking out and just buried my head under the blankets and never peeked out again until morning. It was all confirmed to not be a dream, as the rocking horse was still in the middle of my room when I woke up. Furthermore, I got a stern reprimand from my parents for being up and out of bed playing with my toys well past my bedtime. Their bedroom was directly below the storage closet play area and heard the creaking of the rocking horse shuffling across the room. Okay. The end. Okay. Um, I mean... You know, I don't know what to make of it, <laughs> in, in, to be honest with you, but um, do you have any thoughts? Um, I mean, it's quite a classic sort of ghost story, isn't it? A ghost sort of rocking something and moving it across the room. Um, I believe the kids saw it. Um, I believe if there was a ghost, as someone who's who's been around sort of rocking horses and that kind of thing, I believe if there was a ghost, he'd definitely be like, I'm having a go, because you do. You see yeah. a rocking horse, you're like, I'm going to have a go on that. As long oh, as it'll take my way. You don't see many of them nowadays. As long as it'll take my way, I'm like, having a go on that. Oh, I'm taking the chance. Oh, definitely. Um, so I believe that. Um, if. The parents heard it as well. I mean, and but I... Yeah, it clearly moved. Like, there's no... Like, I, and I've I've seen stuff move in the past. Um, so I'm probably going to upset you and say... It would shit me up if I saw it, to be honest. Um, so probably scareability. I mean, if I'm the kid in the room, it's going to be a nine. Um, if I'm the parent downstairs and I find out the next morning that my son didn't get out of bed and he tells me that story, I'm probably bricking it a little bit and thinking I need to put my kid up for adoption. Um, <laughs> so you're first clearly there's something following. So you're him not that thinking. I don't deal with. You're not thinking this little prick had a little play session. Now he's trying to convince me a fucking ghost did it. Your your thought is like right. Well, you're you're getting to new home. Kids see shit. You. Kids see shit, man. Um, uh, so scareability, yeah, probably seven or eight. Okay, unbelievability. Like I said, if my kid came downstairs and I had a go at them for being up and about late at night, and they said it wasn't me, and then explained that story, if they just said it wasn't me, it was a ghost, I'm going to go right on, dickhead, you're grounded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if he tells me that story and sells it, he could very well get away with it. Um, and get himself adopted in the process. So, I hope that it, it, you know if it comes to it, and you and your partner do have children, that they listen back to these episodes of the podcast and start learning tricks on how to get around get me. around you. Um, I mean, to be honest, mate, they'll be able to do that anyway. I get mugged off by my nephews or nephew. The other one quite hasn't learnt yet, but he will. In time, he's quite um, smart though. The other ones, he's only speaking so Indonesian. I'd probably say believability at six or seven. Fair enough. What about you? Um, probably about a a, a a two or three on the scareability. Okay. And a, a solid one on the Because you just assume the kid's lying, I'm guessing. Well, I'd put myself in that situation if I woke up and I saw the, the rocking horse move yeah. and then I woke up the next day and it was slap bang in the middle of the living uh, of my penthouse suite <laughs> where the whole thing had taken place. And I th- I'd probably think, my first thought would be like, I would be a bit worried, but I'd, I'd be worried because I think, Jesus, what kind of fucked up sleep was I having where I, like, moved this thing and then pictured it moving on its own and I I just, I'd naturally assume that I'd pieced together 
in my subconscious and pieced together this story of it moving whilst I actually moved I it. think you're assuming you're doing a level of thinking I don't know you'd actually do in the room as the rocking horse is coming towards you. Do you know what I mean? No, in that moment, you're very... But then in that moment, I wouldn't think I was awake, necessarily. I think that would be pretty... I mean, me, I don't know if I'm the kid, I'm running downstairs and... Yeah, there's a lot to be said that he went back to bed. Well, he just hid under the duvet. He was so scared he would probably pass out eventually. But I'm just for me, that's what I think. I think, oh, I've done that, and I think, Jesus, what the fuck have I like? What the fuck was happening where I moved it? Just watched it move on its own. Well, this is the thing. So I'm like, what the fuck was happening to me where I moved it and then convinced myself that I didn't move it and it moved on its own? It's like that's some weird shit was going on in my head last night, and that's what I'd think. I don't know. I just can't. That's where I'd go. And that yeah, I think is is a is a, a really good highlight um, example of the difference between us on these issues. Yeah, I don't know. I just I you're think putting your child up. I for think adoption. it's because I know how my brain works, and I don't know. Like I could, I don't think I could imagine doing that and then believe I'd done that. I know the brain can do incredible things. And no, but I'm thinking you of stuff. I'm thinking, Jesus. Okay, what did my child eat last night? And like, are they under any stresses and stuff to, to cause this kind of thing? And you're just, like, ringing the foster home and being like, you got to come take this kid. This kid's some fucking messed up shit. There's I'd, some ghost shit I'd following my child. I'd probably get some sage out if it was me. I'd get some sage. While we cook him? No, you do the smoke. It's called a smudge. Not much like your child's existence after this. A smudge <laughs> on, your, on your history because you kicked that kid to the curb. Guys, as always, please don't call child line. We don't endorse child rape or putting a kid up for no, adoption because they think they saw a ghost. We don't have children. No. Uh, mostly because Andrew's kids thought they saw a ghost and he got rid of them. But we don't have kids now. Yeah. Do you know what? I thought third time would be the charm. It just I mean? wasn't. That's no. Your kids are haunted. Maybe it's me. It's your balls. Your balls are haunted. Never thought your balls would get a sound effect, but here we are. Mate. Halloween. Good. Halloween, man. So um, I feel like we've um, covered as much as we can in the time, really. I yeah, and like also... If anything, we've run out of time. I would like to say to everyone, a very happy Halloween, whether you believe happy in the holiday Halloween. or not, whether you celebrate it or not. I mean, happy we should Halloween. have discussed that, I suppose, but no, I don't really celebrate. No, it's better just to do our own thing. And Yeah, I mean... Um, I mean, I, I get naked and smother myself in honey, but beyond that, it's nothing out of the usual. Do you know what I mean? No, it's just a normal, um, normal day. I'd like to pretend, pretend I'm a hungry bear. Um, he does. But anyway, that's enough about my private life. He, does, um, he really does. Um, so, guys, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you um, make eye contact while you growl. <laughs> Find it weird. Let us know what you think. Um, let us know whether you agree with our where we put things yeah, we, on the believability we, so scale. We've, we've read out a few stories today. Um, I want to know what you think in terms of believability and scareability. We put some big questions out there today. Like we discussed God and our beliefs in we him. We did discuss so God. He popped up a look, lot. If anyone, he always does. He always does. Um, but uh, guys, let us know what you think. Do you believe in God? Uh, what you think of our thoughts and beliefs in god and spirituality and if you think it's all a bunch of utter nonsense and crap please feel free to share that with us we're not against any comments I guess, no really. but i really want to know two things from you guys i want to know one what were your believability and scareability ratings yeah. out of 10 for the stories we've told and two what was your favorite story did you have one there that you know was it the rape 
<laughs> and I'm so sorry again. I really can't apologise enough for that. It just as he says it, it really, it really, um, it really swipe, swipe left. It really got me out of nowhere. Have you seen that video online? There's a Asian comedian, Asian American comedian, and he's telling two other comedians about the fact he was sexually assaulted when he was younger. No, and it's honestly, guys, watch it. Uh, just Google like guys laughing at hearing a guy's sexual assault story, and it literally it starts with him going. Um, so when I was X age, I was uh, brutally sexually assaulted. And the guy just goes... <coughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and literally the other no. guy's... And one of them's covering his face. And the guy's like, did you just laugh? And he was like, well, it's because you added the word brutally. That's not how you started it a second ago. No. And he was like... And then they start laughing. He was like, guys, like, I'm going to start again. If any of you smirk, I'm going to lose my shit. And then he goes, right, so I was brutally... And the guy goes... Well, <laughs> yeah, don't don't repeat brutally. If brutally is the one that's ticked it off, don't repeat brutally. And then this poor bloke's just like, no, I'm... He's like, honestly, I'm... So, I know, and so I feel awkward. bad because this is I clearly someone's... staged or... Well, this is clearly someone's um, trauma. And yet here I am laughing as I come across their trauma. Yeah. And I just, I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean it like um, that. But guys, as always, you can find us. Where can they find us? Oh, I thought you just can do the whole thing. No, no, no. I think you should do. just do the whole no, thing. No, we take turns. Yeah, no, but I don't really want to do it. Right, fine. So it's at Swords Crossing on Twitter, at Crossing Swords on Facebook, at Crossing Swords underscore podcast on Instagram, and Crossing Swords 19 at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube. You just search Crossing Swords plus the name of the episode, and we should pop up. We also put a link to our YouTube page in the description of every podcast episode, and it will be on the bottom of the screen. It's several points during the videos now it's always on the bottom always on the bottom it's just it's, just, it's halloween i was just taking a day off um Sorry, so bro. um i'll guys, be back for the next one no uh, hopefully not guys as always wow this murder's happening sooner than i thought <laughs> bye-bye hi look i'm not even moving i'm moving i'm not even moving stop it's moving, moving it jake it's not even on the i didn't even want to fucking look. do this o c Okay, oh, I was fucking cool though that it's doing the same thing. Okay, are you there? Yes. Yeah, see, I'm not even moving that. I'm not even. I swear. Are to you God. sure? Like, I feel something moving it. I'm not even joking. That weren't me. Fuck off. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Bye.